Well, hello, welcome everybody to Lit Cannon, Unlit Cannon, um, Drunk Cannon. Uh, not even drunk, just. Well, you're, Two you're, of us you're, are you're, you're very three. different positions. You're, you're three white claws Someone in. Someone ditched her white claw. Yeah, hi everybody, welcome to Lit Cannon, I guess. Uh, this is an impromptu episode, we're just kind of ripping here. Uh, I'm Thunder AF, that's B+. I am B+. B+, at drinking alcohol. Yeah. I'm a C minus at drinking alcohol at best. The B does not stand for beer. No. Maybe I'll make myself a bushwhacker or something Ooh. like that. I mean, if we, we have so much here. I we do. We have so much alcohol and I off oh, 200. Go fuck yourself, Esmeralda gaming guy 8. Yeah. Anyway. Look at his angry face. He's got angry eyebrows. Hmm. Huh. Anyway, we're talking about uh, a Ted Lasso. The season finale, not premiere, season finale, season two just hit. Oh, wonderful! This like this whole show just like kind of came out of nowhere. Like like <laughs> season season one, like I, I never would have watched it. Like what I is the still, odds? I love your story about how you. D weren't prepared for Ted Lasso because of the so-called trailers. Uh, yeah, the trailers, and which were actually the commercials. The, yes. For those who don't know, because I didn't realize this when Ted Lasso had first come out. Of course, I didn't really hear much about it. I wasn't really into Apple TV Plus until like halfway through C Ted really? Lasso. Or the after only Ted reason either one of us saw this is because my boyfriend put it on the Plex. Yes. Yes. Put it so, downloaded. So it was we, like, I heard so we pirated it, and then we ended up getting Apple TV Plus for season two. So, you know... It all kind of comes down the wash. Yes. Um, but no, essentially, like what, ten years ago? It was something oh, like it was a it was a couple of. It's been a while. It where, was like uh, like a London. Well, you know, because uh, NBC. Yeah. NBC, NBC does the um, Premier League on yeah. Saturday mornings, and their NBC was promoting it using this um, Jason Sudokus and the Ted Lasso character. Which was a bumbling doofus. A bumbling doofus that like just doesn't understand soccer, but somehow he's coaching it, and it's just like these weird little comedy sketches that they did, I guess, between shows or whatnot. Yeah. And that's the, that was the Ted Lasso character. Then years later, he gets a show, but he but they've obviously they made him more positive. They've changed him. Yeah, they they adapted the character, but apparently it was um, during his relationship, Jason Sudeikis's relationship with. Olivia Wilde. Yes. She encouraged yeah. him. Mm -hmm. um, she recently got into directing within the last couple of years. She encouraged him to flesh out the character and give it a run. Yeah. And it became Ted Lasso, which, I, again, I was, I thought that they had just completely missold this until I realized. <laughs> you, so you, so you had watched those old commercials, uh, yes, assuming that those were the trailers yes, for the, the season. Were. For this and new I was show. like, and it looked so cringy to me, just so cringy. And I was like, ugh. So when Name Redacted <laughs> downloaded them, I was like, hey, I really want to watch this. It was really kind of under duress that I was like, okay, you know. Uh, but he was excited, so I was like, I watched the first like, episode and was just blown away <laughs> by it. Uh, to come home and <laughs> watch it here and then like blow through the whole season, yeah, which you I came in. In, like I, halfway through you, me watching, it might have been on your rewatch because I remember watching the episode two with you. Oh yeah, I might that might. Have and been. I liked it, and then like I remember like it was probably the next day or the next couple of days. No one was home, 
And so I'm like, all right, I'll go watch Ted Lasso. And then you guys came back around like episode 10 or so. I, I just like, binge watched the entire series. I was series like, did, that did you day. watch the whole thing while I was out? And you were like, yes. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> like, I kind of did pull a uh, Shit's Creek on it where I, I binge watched all of it and then just turned around and started it all over again. Yeah. I loved it so much. So, yeah, Ted Lasso is a wonderful show. If you haven't watched it yet, please check it out. Um, I, I, I really do hope that shows follow. Oh, in its God, footsteps. Yes. Like, there's been like a real uh, anti-hero trend oh, like the last so, decade so long, or so. So long, yeah. And, and this like, is such not, a refreshing breath. It's not that I don't like a good anti-hero and, and everything. And I, and I like sharp, sarcastic we, humor. We, like, it, but my, I think we it, touched upon this recently yeah. with like the post 9-11 era. Yeah. We've been very nihilistic. Mm-hmm. Just very like grim, grim gritty. and gritty and like you know, we ha- we have to be the bad guys to get yeah. the job done. And here comes Ted Lasso, like positive, believing. Uh-huh. Just so wholesome. And and still real though. Not yeah. like not obnoxious wholesome. Sorry, that was me. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I was about to hit you with the bread shell. But not my choice, but because I was about to run into you with it. So yeah, you did what you had to do. Yeah, yeah. And I, just, I love that positivity. I, I think we desperately need it in this yes. world. And Especially right now. I've like, seen like, articles so about grim. the Ted Lasso effect, like affecting coaches and whatnot. And I believe it. I, I believe that, because yeah. Because I've even like, even my own life, like how can I keep positive? Mm-hmm. How do I support, not tear down? Yes. What would Ted Lasso do? Mm-hmm. And they've done a really, really good job this season of showing the opposite effect that can happen. God damn it. How's it feel to get hit by a blue shell? It felt like, kind of honored. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was, as, as the guy said in that uh, movie, The Chicago 7, <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, being in the first place was just an honor to be nominated by oh, a blue God. shell. Um, yeah, Ted Lasso. Okay. <laughs> so we've been like worrying out our predictions for next season yeah now that season, now that season two uh, has wrapped happen? like okay yeah all the like i've seen fan theories what was gonna happen with nate uh, spoiler spoiler alerts everybody in case yeah. you haven't seen the end of season uh, season two um nate has moved on to nate drank the juice, the juice. he's manchester united no, uh no west, west ham. ham united west i want to say man yeah west ham Wait, united we're so used to manchester being the villain because jamie going there yeah. and jamie's dad being an absolute okay. monster okay i was i was confused for a second because i thought that I thought that's where Jamie went. Yeah. And then I was... And it's where Jamie it, actually came head, from. In my head, Manchester United would have been the team that I think they should have bought and Nate should have gone to. But I'm assuming that's more high profile. That, I think so, yeah. So... I think I think they're kind of like Manchester United. I, uh, my uh, knowledge of soccer. We know nothing about football. Football uh, and European football and soccer and, and how everything. But I think they're more along the lines of like... You know the Patriots yeah. during their during their Tom Brady streak. You know, like oh sure, we just came in and bought the fucking Patriots once. Disclaimer <laughs> alert: We know nothing about sports. Any, so, any sports for that matter. Just, so we're gonna throw out analogies that 
That makes no sense. Probably wrong. Look, we both understand what we're saying. The fans we have in Germany and Israel are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, it's so cute that you think we have fans in Germany and Israel. We do, actually. Do we? I've seen our demographic of fans and people where they listen, where they're from, and there's some Germany and Israel. Great great to see you guys. I'm so thrilled you exist. Um, behind the scenes stuff. She's just on, on I, air. I turn up and, and I yeah. and I clip the microphone on it. Yeah. And usually that's and about she, it. She does. She reads some of the comics like last minute to kind of know what I'm talking about. Frantically in the last minute yes. so that I can put in my little quips and yes, move yes, on. Yes. But yes, no. There are, so there are some international people out there who oh. are going going. My God, I'm I'm so like, astounded like the by Patriots? this. Who are the Patriots? Maybe they don't know who the Patriots are. Guess what? The Patriots are bastards. They're the Yankees, you know? You throw money into everything and you'll you'll get success because you'll have the money. The only people that like the Patriots are Patriots fans. Everyone else is like these assholes. (laughs) But, okay, so season three of Ted Lasso. There's so much uh, I can talk about Ted Lasso, though. It's, just, it's such a good show, and I love the... I love just, sharing it with people, The team honestly. building and, like, the Diamond Dogs. I uh, love yes. the last episode with the Diamond Dogs, where it, it was really just reinforcing the positivity of men being able to talk about their feelings yes, with each other. Yes, yes. You know how, like, you see a scene in a show where, like, I want to say, like, a wedding or so, where, like one of the women needs to talk to other women about something so they cut in to dance and they dance with the other woman or something like mm-hmm. that as a chat i want to see two guys do that they're like hey do you mind i, I just need to cut I, I, can i cut in he like the the guys no no actually need to talk to him so for, yeah for a second those are like you know like what am i supposed to do about this you know with this girl like oh just do this i think that'd be adorable and it would totally suit a ted lasso show yeah. That would be adorable. I would like to see that happen. They really delved into like mental health and taking care of each other and looking out for each other and yeah, just and taking like care of yourself. The way the team just you know you build up camaraderie and friendship and respect with your team and how it pays if out. You, yeah, if you end up doing something wrong, people still have your back. Mm-hmm. They're not going to backstab you, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's wholesome. Wholesome and, and yeah, beautiful. and but then there's you know there's fucking Nate. Yeah, and Nate is the. Like, what, what's really tough to I swallow is in season one, they're specifically about the Diamond Dogs. He says how much he always dreamed of, of having an opportunity to sit around and talk about his feelings mm-hmm. with a group of mm-hmm. peers. And how he, instead of taking advantage of that to deal with his issues, he, just, he, just he doesn't. He know how to do it. He, still. Like, he still, like, is still locking it in or, or lashing out. And he really devolves. Uh, a friend of ours was over, and I was forcing her to watch the first season <laughs> a couple weeks ago. And she, halfway through season one, she was just like, this guy's breaking my heart on Nate. And I was oh, like, oh, just you wait till sweet. season two, because he, it's an absolute heart wrencher with him. Yeah, like, he has his confession to Ted in the last episode, and then, like, I... I get it. In his perspective, you know, all of a sudden... From a narcissist perspective, that's actually absolutely true. But as a good like, friend, he didn't reach out to Ted yeah. while Ted was dealing with a whole lot of mental health issues. I mean, yeah, that's true. He could have done more to tell him, like, hey, what's up? Because... I- I assume that there were games that we didn't see where his oh, yeah, strategy are... must have paid off. He must yeah. have had a big, bigger role in because, strategy. I mean, because eventually the show... Um, just kind of bypass their winning record where obviously they got enough to become get into the Premier League mm-hmm. again. And so so something was working eventually. And once they got past the death of the dog. 
Poor Earl. Yeah. And obviously that was part of Nate's thing where all that credit was going to Ted. Or he thought all the credit well, yeah. was going to Ted. Ted always gave him credit. Mm-hmm. He just didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, Ted gave him credit, but I mean, did the rest of the crowd, but I, I mean, even then, yeah, I think the rest of the crowd did know because um, that one time where, you know, he's, when Ted goes off into doing the, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a panic attack and he steps up and like, do the fucking bus thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, it wins them the thing. This. Everyone's like, the fucking one, Wonderkin, but the Wonder Kid. Yeah. So people did notice that he was like, oh, shit, who's this guy? That's, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's got and, some tricks up his sleeve. And he got a taste of that, and it, and then it the tr- really the is trigger of just, you know, toxic Twitter. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys on Twitter. Um, yeah, just got into it because he doesn't know how to but, come back from a loss. Yeah, there is that. But also, personality-wise, even from day one of him getting a new job and being just a little bit of power, he was already taking too much pleasure in having power mm-hmm. over people. Yeah, you like can he, really he's see been that. bullied for his, his whole life, essentially. And instead of taking those lessons and applying them to and make him a better yeah, he person... He doesn't know how to take those lessons properly. He, he instead turned around and use the power in the wrong way. Like, he did the exact thing yeah, with yeah, Will. Yeah, that, that you shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah he did don't, it. Just because you were bullied is not and an now excuse. you have power, it's not an excuse to part bullying others, everybody. Yeah. Which, I, that's a thing about hazing that I have never fucking understood. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so someone treated you like shit, so you feel like you are entitled yeah, so and have to treat someone like shit? I've never understood that. Now, guys, stop the cycle. Stop the cycle. Yeah, and like even his dad was never really like proud of him. You know, he yeah, had an which article I believe about him. That's a, a cultural thing, uh, <laughs> like Indian or South mm-hmm. South Asian dads <laughs> being dismissive or yeah. like detached emotionally, and so on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, like and it just kind of go to show like the the trauma that your parents can to inflict you on through. you on accident. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and. Uh, I think this is I, we've we briefly discussed about this shit on the show actually with the Space Jam episode. Oh yeah, about my own father issues. Yes, yes, and yes. so and how it colors how you look at things. Yeah, so I, I, I part of it gets where Nate's coming from that fact that he found this father figure for a brief moment and then Roy comes in and he's the new shiny toy. And all of a sudden, Nate just doesn't feel like he's getting that same love that he was getting. And see, I don't get that at all, because I don't feel like... Because I, I saw that coming a mile away. When yeah. As soon as Roy came in, you could see that Nate was feeling Yeah, Oh, yeah, neglected. I could definitely yeah. see that, but I didn't see how he got that feeling. Because I, to my perspective, uh, I didn't see Ted giving Roy any special special attention they were just, always like, just they were past asking, that well, like, they were asking for episode. roy and like the one episode when ted wasn't there that day he had asked roy to run, run the training camp and not yeah. nate and nate was like oh why roy and they and, and roy was just like i don't give a shit do you want to run it like yeah roy just does not care about nate mm. and the whole like him confessing to kissing keely and yeah, roy's and, like it's and, fine and, i don't no, care fine. Like, like, he, just the fact yeah, that roy does like, not see nate as a threat and you are not ever a threat and that's part of the thing also where you're so neglected you'd rather be hated than ignored interesting and like an interesting different perspective yeah I, I i get you nate but this is not the solution to yeah. your problems obviously well, to me, being self-aware is one of the most important things. I, you have to be aware of your own issues, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have to work to counteract them. Uh, my family, a lot of dementia and a lot of 
nastiness mm. runs in my family. And so I'm always conscious of it and always aware and make sure that I don't delve into the yeah. roaming nasty curse. Oof, God, they get nasty. So I, so what do you think is going to happen this season? So Nate's now running West Ham. West Ham. Is he running? I don't think, I think he's running. I think all he's the head saw, coach. All we saw was him standing there watching practice. I think, I think he's the head coach. I don't think so. I think that... Rupert, the the real villain here, always oh, being Rupert, is just uh, from day one. Like, cause Rupert's a blatant sociopath. <laughs> like, he takes pleasure in just hurting people, mm-hmm. and and smugly doing power. And you know, with with Ted kind of, you know, showing the difference that kindness and and and, and everything can have generosity and and, and everything. I think. I think that uh, Rupert set out a lot earlier than we see to to play so, this out. So I think that he was in communication with Nate as Nate started. Yeah, because we saw that whisper at the funeral. Mm-hmm. But and, I mean, do you think the the um? So I I'm wondering the nine, if the what's what was it fucking called the back the, nine the false, the false, false nine false nine. I'm thinking was that, that it, a sabotage? I plan? think it was. Ooh, I and don't I know. think because. I think, at least in the beginning, Nate had it set up that if it worked, he was the hero that brought out the, the false nine. But see, that but if it down... didn't work, then see, like, he see, already I, I, brought I him down. Quite disagree, I don't quite agree with that. Because I think, again, with Nate, he was such a victim complex that even if the false nine had worked, he in his head, he knew that Ted was going to get the credit for it. And if it failed... As he said in the um, in his like confession to Ted that if it failed, he was gonna get the blame for it. So he, in his mind, he was in a no-win situation at that point. Mm-hmm. That he was like, if it, like I said, if it had succeeded, Ted would get the credit for it. If it failed, then he would just put the blame on Nate, but which Ted wouldn't have done. I don't think. No, he wouldn't have. But, but he'd in already in Nate's head. He had already like settled like this was the outcome. Well, he he'd already said that in his thing when he got pissy with. And then um, Beard, the episode before, yeah. where he's like, yet another thing that I do that Ted's going to get credit yes, for. Yes, exactly. So in so, his mind, I think he was setting up either, like either he, he pays just, out and he's the hero again, or at least as well, Rupert think, again, sees it. I, but yeah, I think in his in his head that Rupert you know sees through the lies of Ted. Yeah. And so like if the, if the false sign worked, then Rupert would be like, good job, Nate. Yes. But I think Rupert has set this up. Yeah, that that was not no, like great these, or not terrible. These past races have gone really fast. Yeah, like I didn't realize I was the third lap. Um, but I think that that Rupert has sowed some seeds here, and he led Nate into setting up what he thought was going to be a losing strategy, mm-hmm. because Nate was all about abandoning it halfway through when it wasn't working. Mm. Um, my, my order has been picked up. Wonderful. Um, so I think that that in Rupert's mind, Nate has already served his purpose. Like he sowed seeds of discontent and mm-hmm. unhappiness in Richmond, and now he's going to come over as a low man on the totem pole. And see, I, be, don't, I don't think he said like, enough I, to sense. Like I think Richmond's fine without him. Oh yeah, he will. And I think I think Nate's the head coach. But I think. Rupert thinks that he's a sowed, sowed the seeds of discontent and thrown a wrench into the smoothness of Richmond by taking what they he thinks is their tech, tactician 
ignoring the fact that Beard was also a tactician. Roy's also a tactician See, with a lot of play hmm. experience. While Ted is not bad at his job, his skills lay more heavily in team <laughs> and building, team building, yeah, team building and personnel management. how to u- utilize, utilize your strengths. Yes. And but he, but build a team. Someone like Rupert doesn't recognize that. Yeah, I think that's ultimately going to be the downfall. But I think I think we're going to see like I think again I think Nate is the head coach, and I think that we're going to see like they're going to fight, they're going to play against each other first, and Nate's going to destroy them like because Nate knows their plans, knows their secrets, and they don't have Nate, and Nate's going to know how their weaknesses and know how to utilize it, and they're going to win, and they're going to be like oh fucking Nate like shit. But then I think that down the line, Nate's going to um, find hurdles that he's that the team's going to lose to, and Rupert's going to get mad at him. And at that point, Nate's going to flip out because Nate cannot handle um, failure, problem, failure, failure Nate or rejection. Yeah, because when Nate gets rejection, he he starts to throw blame and he starts. What are you doing? What I think is going to happen is that. Nate is going to think he's the head coach and come over and maybe be put up as the head coach, but be undercut constantly by well, Rupert. Do you think he'll have, he'll have the title of head coach? Maybe. But Rupert's like the one calling the shots. Maybe. But I also think that he's going to get re- like, like all of the credit is going to be taken by someone else. And mm-hmm. he's going like to. Rupert will still get the credit for and it. And he'll get all of the, the blame. The, could... What he thought was happening at Richmond is what's actually going to happen. I, mean, I can definitely see that, that he's basically fallen into his own trap. Yes, and where, I think he's going to go on a downward spiral, Yeah, and Ted's going to be the one to reach let, out. See, I could see that, because I think... Specifically with the torn up sign, mm-hmm, I think yes. he's going to stick the sign back together and send, and send it, it to him. him. Like he did Jamie with the soldier, uh-huh, like, hey, soldier. great way to pass there. Yeah, I'm proud of you for passing. Uh, and... Like they like they just are confused everything, <laughs> but yes, that's what I think is going to happen. Hmm. Interesting. But no, I could definitely see where again it's Nate's strategies, it's Nate's coaching that gets the West Ham some victories. But like during the press conferences, it's Rupert doing all the question answering because you know Nate's just not great with that. Yeah, he he's always messing up words and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so and, and Rupert just has that personality, uh, has that alpha that charm, charm that people love on screen. Mm-hmm. And Nate just doesn't know how to deal with that. Woo! The limeade is tart. What do you think about Trent Grimm? Independent. Mm. What do you think? He's so you to... think he's gonna become I, their new PR I person? I think with Kylie leaving, he might become the new PR. I know he said he wanted to do something gonna, more challenging. I think he's gonna write a book, and I think it's gonna be mm. about mental health and such in oh. sports. And he's gonna do like an in-depth time with Richmond, with Richmond. Mm-hmm. because they've put such an emphasis on that by putting yeah, sports like psychology. Rich, Richmond changed. Ted Lasso changed him. Uh huh. Like changing like and go for like a. He like was a, so cool and casual at the end there. Yeah. So like go for like a Ronan Farrow, you know, esque expose. Interesting, interesting. But it would be cool, yeah. or he does like, or kind of like how Roy temporarily did the pundit stuff, and then was like, you know what? No, I think I, I think this is what I need to <laughs> All do. All roads lead back to Richmond. Uh-huh. But I think he's gonna make. He might start out as a PR person mm-hmm. and be like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to write this, and I, I want to be able to do it with you guys. And, <laughs> and then. Kylie and Roy, are they still together? Like I don't uh, know. They left. They left it so ambiguous. I don't like it. 
Don't like that at all. Actually. Like, are they gonna break up? Like, okay, well, again, Roy surprising her with a six-week vacation was insane. Yeah. I'm, well, and, and, thinking again, that you're gonna be able to do that. Do do work from the Wi-Fi from yeah. Someplace I'm like, what? And I, I think we've discussed a little bit where, like. In America, that's fucking insane. Yeah. And maybe that's an American thing that we're just, you know, not privileged enough to get nice vacations. And maybe in, in Europe, it's a little bit better in the situation for vacation-wise. But for, it still just seems for, like, hey, tomorrow, we're just straight up leaving our lives for yeah. six weeks. Yeah. But then again, like, maybe post-season, post you know, everyone takes, like, a month yeah, and a like half maybe off. Maybe not a know? life that we are able to live. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but but no. she's starting a company. Take, like no. If you tried to take six weeks off of any job in the U.S., you'd be fucking fired. <laughs> like, the only reason that you what? would still have a job is if you were having a baby and had maternity leave, which is protected, or you had like cancer and you had FMLA, <laughs> which is protected. Otherwise, you'd be fired. You yeah. you don't we don't get six weeks of vacation all at a time. You might get six weeks of vacation, but you do not take it all at one time. Yeah. Because if, if they realize they don't need you for six weeks, you'll be fucking gone. Yeah, it's like when that we, scene first we, started, I'm like, you're taking six weeks off? Like, hold, slow your roll here. We are living in the dystopian future that yeah. Europe fears. Congratulations, everybody. I'll be curious to see what their relationship is in the next season. I look forward to it. Oh I, wish, I wish it hadn't been so ambiguous because I, I do love I wish, them so much. Just some kind of clear, like... We're still together, or we are broken up. Like just well, I mean, a clear did, answer. I don't want to see them broken up. But he did specifically ask, "Are we breaking yeah, up?" Yeah, she, she said, said no. no. But like, that's just—is that a real no, or is that like no, no, no? But then no, the, I don't think the, so because she doesn't. The next season, we're gonna start up, and they're they're you know split off. Like, oh, we've been taking some time apart, well, he's just which they hard. kind of were talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't think she's she's not the type to play games, and Roy's very much an in-the-present person. Yeah. He's always unusually aware of, <laughs> of situations, and he meets things head-on. Yeah. Like, when he has a problem, he just comes he out and asks He dealt with Jamie it. and just like, fuck. <laughs> I, I like, I kind of, one of the things I really love about their relationship is it's almost like together they were raising Phoebe and Jamie, <laughs> weirdly. Like, weirdly, like, Jamie is, like, one of their children that they were raising together and yeah. turning into a productive well, yeah, adult. Well, yeah, even then, like, to that point, like, Roy had saw, seen a lot of himself in Jamie, mm -hmm. and so he remembered what he was like back then. Like, like I remember, I was exactly like you back then. There was it some was, guy that was... It wasn't even back then, because at the funeral, they were dealing with almost exactly the same yeah. feelings. But, like, yeah, like, in season one, he had talked about, like, you know, I remember when I was younger and there was some guy that I had a problem with. And so he, he realized he was in that other position mm -hmm. now. And he tried to make changes. And he made some changes. Mm -hmm. Simple headbutt and we're friends now. Yep. But, like, that... Old Major League. Oh, God. That hug at the end of the Manchester game between the two of them. Like, I was, like, almost in tears, like, after his, the fight with his dad. <laughs> how Roy was the one who was like, oh, I've been there, and just, like, immediately went to him and hugged him. I would have, I wanted to see more follow-up on that, mm. you know. But I, that's one of the things I'd really like to see in season three is Roy and Jamie's relationship. Yeah, that'd be fun to see. Depth deepen and grow. And like, I just want to, like, what's Sam, what's going to happen with Sam now? Because mm. he made a, a, a multi-billionaire enemy. Like, will that be followed up on? Will... Will the prince, you know, like shitting in his every room of his house and burn? Yeah, I thought. I think that the whole Bitcoin thing was a little more 
important than the, the dad saying he invested in Bitcoin 2009. Like, mm -hmm. If he saw some of those Bitcoins, he's he's, he's, he's doing pretty for well. Life. Exactly, but I'm like, maybe people are thinking that Sam had a more humble upcoming than he actually did, mm. including this this uh, prince guy who's not actually a prince. He's just like a, okay, I, a billionaire. I just I guess in my head he's like he's a Nigerian prince, which he's not Nigerian either. He's Ghana. He's Ghana. Yeah, he's Ghana. From Ghana, but. but I, I think we'll find out that part of Sam's kindness and everything is that he... He, 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 he hasn't really had to worry about yeah. things, or he, but he's just a generous soul. He's, he's a kind and wise and generous life. soul and, and sees things. And he, he wants better for mm. his countrymen and his place. But, you know, I, know. I, think, I think the spoiled brat prince guy is going to learn that <laughs> he didn't have the power over Sam that he thought he mm. did. And also, uh, maybe, like, the rich guy thinking that he has power, he's from Ghana, wants to buy the Casablanca, which is in Morocco, right, team, thinks that he's going to be able to have the power over the Nigerian team that, he'll ne that Sam will never be able to play That's on. That's a whole spinoff right there. I would really like the Bitcoin throwaway <laughs> comment to be like, oh, it turns out, guess what? <laughs> You don't have, you, we're on equal footing. You don't have power over this that I don't have. And so he can do that, but. I mean, there's still quite a difference between billionaire and millionaire. Yes, a huge difference, but, but. But, if I, but Sam has a bit more up his sleeve than just, mm -hmm. I'm just a, a Richmond football player. Mm -hmm. Which he always has and had more up his sleeve than that because he's always been so kind and yeah. conscious and aware of. Uh, the problems of the world. Yeah, like, will Rebecca, will yes. he and Rebecca get back together? They will. Because they actually sowed the seeds for that way back in season one. Like, when... I was excited to see the dynamic of them, of their relationship being out. Mm -hmm. And, like, the new the news media would clearly target her. Yeah. As, you know, abusing her power and dating the, mm -hmm. dating the players uh, I really want to see Rupert's reaction because, mm. like, He'd be a out and out fucking hypocrite about it because you know, of course, entitled men of that age. Dating a younger man, huh? Uh -huh. Following my example. And uh, with Kaylee with her new PR, and you know they mentioned like you know, don't oh, go snap. work for Rupert. Do you think she, like the the money people are forced her to work with Rupert? I bet she won't. And that that'll cause friction there. Like yeah. no, like oh, fuck, Richmond's my team. Mm -hmm. Like, we want you to work with West Ham. They're putting a lot of money. Like, fuck you. Oh, one of the things I really like, uh, I f always forget to mention, is uh, how they do female characters. Mm. They, they don't have, like, the, the connivingness of Nate and Rupert is something that would normally have been assigned to a female mm -hmm. character like Keely or Rebecca. Yeah. Whoa, 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 careful. You're... And I love that instead of that, they just have like wholesome, strong <laughs> female relationships. And then I was always concerned in season one that with Sassy turning up, it was going to turn into a competitive uh -oh. thing with her and Keely for Rebecca's attention. Mm -hmm. And instead of it, it's just like, that. I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, going back and rewatching season one, I do miss that dynamic of Rebecca being the bad guy mm -hmm. to Ted where she's, you know, constantly trying to bring him down and he just keeps persevering. 
And I, I wish they could somehow bring that back to where it's not necessarily Rebecca doing it, but some kind of evil force that is constantly trying to sabotage Ted. And Ted's just like, we'll figure it out. Carry on. I think that was one thing I absolutely loved about season one. Was that no matter what, he, like, he would he would get mad, but he would figure out, okay, like we had two aces. Two aces. Mm-hmm. Now I guess got one. Yeah, there you go. That in this, very good. <laughs> Truly citrus punch in a limeade, frozen limeade. Way to go. I just want to go. go ahead and pack Cooking with B plus, everybody. Yeah. We're a cooking show now. Mm, not cooking. Okay. We're a mixology show now. Mm. Mixology with B plus, everybody. Yum, yum, yum. Not sponsored by anybody. Mm. Should oh, be yeah. sponsored by Truly. Hey, Truly. Truly and Red Vine, please <laughs> give us a call. And Goldfish. And Goldfish. But mostly Red Vine, please give us a roll. <laughs> we will work for Red Vine. At least I will work for Red Vine. You're the better licorice. Twizzlers can suck a dick. There are Twizzlers over there, just there, so you know. I, I know, and I've considered it. I wouldn't say necessarily no to them, but there are also Red Vines over there, which are the first, hmm. but. I didn't realize there were Red Vines over there. I did, Ugh. I purchased none of them, so I don't know. No, I purchased them, yes. Hello. You're a weighted dog. You're like such it. a big dog. I like that about you, dog. Yeah, okay, well, yep. Everything for Ted Lasso? I don't know. I feel like there's more, but sure I can't think is. what it is. But I have to go to the bathroom again. Oh my god. Go then. I have an 80 pound dog on me. Well, shut her Who's off. hurting my bladder? You're only making Let's it worse. See. This is why I don't like drinking. Mm hmm. Okay. Oh my god. But oh, get on no, board. You're, you're making it worse. Yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I think that's all it for Ted Lasso. What do you think is going to happen in season three? Who knows? I, I When's it re- come out? Do we know? No. It, nah. Probably next summer. <sighs> okay. Well, but I would really like to hear other people's thoughts. Yes, so, so please. If, genuinely, if there are other people that watch this, hunt uh, us listen, down please, on the please, Twitters. Please. I guess the Twitter. I, we also have a Facebook page. Um, none of them are being used very much. I just kind of got them to have them. Because ultimately, I hate social media. And if you listen to my podcast, you'll understand why I hate social media. It's Goog. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but find us. I'll check it every now and then. And... Bye. Not bye yet. Like, subscribe. If you want to talk more Ted Lasso to us. Or superheroes. We Usually we talk superheroes. I'm on Twitter, actually. I just haven't been on there for a while. I, I got on there. I am. B plus is stoned thoughts. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, yeah, find her on B plus is stoned thoughts, and find us on Lit Cannon Podcast. And the, it was too long for the for a, a letter, so I sacrificed the A on podcast. I probably would have sacrificed the L PD cast. Hmm. I don't know. You well, know, it's not as done now. But. I regret spelling canon with two N's. The traditional, what, a physical canon as opposed to canon in literature, which is one N. But we, the, now you know, this, the seeds we have sowed. So here we are with the out yeah. A on Budkist. I feel like the vowels are more sacrificial than the consonants. Yeah, which is why O would have been the... I said it wrong. I feel the consonants are more sacrificial than the vowels. Mm, disagree. I know. Disagree. You you look at license plates. It's the vowels that are missing. Yeah. 
and you know what they mean. Hence the reason they're sacrificable. The vowels. Yeah, the vowels are missing. So I, I sacrificed an A. Yeah, I would have sacrificed an O, so which is also a vowel. Oh my god. Okay, it's time. I'm cutting you off. You're okay. done. You're done. Oh, you know what? Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.